Welcome to another episode of the Bitter Jury Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Westoff. And right now, all my co-hosts are giggling at me. So I don't know if I should feel paranoid or excited to be back on here. I am went a week without Big Brother podcasting in my life, but uh, I had my three co-hosts here to pick up the baton and run with it last week. But I am so excited to get into tonight's episode and the week four in general. So much stuff happened while I was gone, and tonight it got even crazier. Um, so before I introduce my co-host, I know that Charles hasn't seen the episode yet from tonight. So let me break a little news to you. Uh, on tonight's episode, as we saw last week, Blue and Jag were the final nominees for the week. Um, <clears throat> everything we saw from live feeds, from social media, uh, Jag was a for sure goner. Like Charles and I were texting earlier this morning, and I was basically giving him no hope that uh jag would stay and blue would go because i know he was rooting for blue to be out the door um but in a surprise uh revelation tonight we found out who got the secret power uh charles do you even do you know at all who america voted for even i do not even know the four that competed all right. Well, give us a quick guess. If you had to take your, who are America's four favorite players? Oh gosh, um, Alicia, Sari, four favorite America, Corey, and Jag. Very close. Jag, Corey, Felicia, and Matt. Sari. Uh, uh, sorry, not not Felicia. Sari. Sorry. Okay. I should <laughs> um, throw Matt in there. Yes. Uh, but as we saw in tonight's episode, Matt actually won the power, and the power that he received was he had the ability to cancel an eviction. Specifically, he would choose a player before the votes were taken place. If that player was evicted, then the week is canceled, and we are going to just replay the week, and the HOH is allowed to play again. Keynote there. Uh, we were under the impression uh, on BB Twitter and the live feed that nothing was happening tonight. Jag was going home, but as Jag was saying his goodbyes and about to walk out the door to meet Julie, the um, comic verse signal went off. A letter came through and the eviction was canceled. Jag is staying. Blue is staying and Cameron is playing in tonight's HOH. So that is the news of the night. So let's break it all down. First, I've, I've already half introduced him. So Charles, let's just get your immediate reaction. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, your face <laughs> says a lot. How are you feeling about the news you've just received? I mean, cool, I guess, but I really want Blue to be gone. So I'm kind of raw about it right now. Um, I may feel different after I watch it play out for myself. Truthfully, I have a love-hate relationship with a twist that like cancels a week altogether. Um, even though I know that can sometimes be part of the game. Um, I feel as if it always happens conveniently in the big brother house um, when a big move is about to be made and things are going to be split. And so miraculously um, somebody does not go home, but sure it, it'll play out for a good week. So yeah, wouldn't this it may have, be, oh, wouldn't it have been so interesting if the power was you save the person that's being evicted, but the other person that was nominated goes home instead? Yeah, yeah. like that, that, 
add some ump to it. I don't, I don't know. I guess this is maybe the the least energetic um, I've been <laughs> when I've been introduced because I'm like, I thought you were going to hit me with something awesome. And I was just kind of like, wah, wah. Like, yeah, sure. I, I knew you wouldn't be a big fan of that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, someone else who I know wasn't a big fan of the way the move was used tonight. Uh, we just heard from her there suggesting maybe a better use of the power. Uh, but Sarah, you and I were texting a little bit after the episode completed. Uh, I know your thoughts a little bit, but you think that the power being used tonight was a mistake. Please elaborate a little bit. I uh, I really like Matt as a player in the game, but I do think the choice to use it tonight was a mistake. I understand that Jag is a loyal player, but um, it seemed as of that point, he didn't know that Matt used it on him. I will say that I feel that the power could have been better used next week if Red or Bowie or Corey or someone won HOH and put Sri or Matt or Miss Felicia on the block. Um, I think that we'll see, though, as the week goes, whether or not they made the right choice. So we shall see. Well, Richard, I know you may have a different perspective on the power being played tonight. So um, are you as down on Matt for using it? Or uh, do you think maybe there was some strategy here behind the decision? Um, I think, um, actually, I'm going to counter what Sarah said. I actually think that there's a higher chance that Cameron or Red are screwed than the than like the Felicia Suri Matt side. Um, just because of numbers and statistics and also the logic of um, the odds that Cameron or Red win, I just think that they're pretty low compared to um, Matt or Jag winning. Uh, then again, Miss Felicia won. Um, so, you know, I always expect the unexpected, but I think there was a lot of strategy. Eh, strategy. Tragedy. Um, it was a strat- strat- strategic a tragedy. A strategy. Yeah, yeah, I like that. But no, I, I do think that there was some strategy. I think um, they voted for Jag just to keep the anonymity and make people think that, J- that Jag played on himself. And if people believe that, the same way that Karen believes that Felicia is related to Denzel, um, then they must have thought that Jag put on an Oscar-worthy performance tonight. Yeah, I... I, I fall somewhere in the middle. Like I, I do see the benefit of it being played tonight. Like it was Matt's power. And if I had to name who are Matt's allies, like, yeah, he's in good with Serene, especially now. Um, but even all this week, he's been very heavily playing into her favor and trying to ingratiate himself with her. But I don't really think he's, like uh, protected by the entire alliance of Izzy and Felicia and Jared. And so if I'm, if I'm Matt, my top allies are Suri and then it's like Jag and blue, uh, maybe America. And so if I'm about to lose one of my, uh, one of my allies and it's a strong ally, someone who can compete, I, I see the benefit of keeping him. But I also know that it really wasn't totally Matt's decision. Like I, I'm under the impression that this was Ceree's decision, and she just told Matt what to do. And yeah, he just agreed because 
it's it's Sari, and she's you know got all this experience in the game, and so. From so I have Sari, a quick question since I haven't sure. seen this yet, but um, to my knowledge, prior to them deciding who the four people that were going to play in this were, and blah 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 blah, it was supposed to be a secret power. So is that the case? And he just revealed to everybody that he had it. No, it so, came in through a an envelope. So people still don't know who used the power, and they technically okay. don't even know who the four people were that received the America's okay. votes. Now, and how would Sari have influenced him to? He he if, revealed it, it okay. only to Sari. He didn't tell anyone. Okay, else. okay. Um, but from so from Sari's perspective, though, like I would have said, let's save the power for next week. We may need it. We don't know what's going to happen next week. We can still keep Jag and get rid of Blue, and the only downside is that Jared doesn't get his hookup buddy. But like from from Sari's perspective, that's an extra benefit. Yeah. Be Blue's out of the house. Don't love her. Jared's focused again. Jag's still a threat. Who's going to be fighting on our side? And we keep the power. Like those four things make me confused why the power was used. And I don't think Matt would have gone against Sari. So I'll be oh, interested to see what the fallout is. Um, but we got a whole new week. We're going to replay it all over again. So um, we'll see what happens. But let's rewind a bit to the beginning of this week because this was a monumental week. You know, this is season 25. So we're going to be seeing hopefully some big surprises from Big Brother Production and something that's been asked for by BB fans for years now has been to bring back the pressure cooker. And BB finally came through for us mega fans. And they brought not only the, the pressure cooker back, they brought Caser back to be the somewhat host of it. Um, I don't know. I was I was thrilled to see this happen. I was frustrated that I was on the road in Cleveland and couldn't sit next to my laptop <laughs> for all 14 hours of it. Um, but Sarah, let's start with you, because I know you were glued to the live feeds. Um, just how astonishing is it that it I, what is it like 12 years apart or something that the two times this competition has been played it ended within like a minute and a half of each other like 14 hours being played and it came down to about 90 seconds difference between the original competition and the beginning just what are your thoughts on how this one played out uh and, and just what were some of your biggest takeaways i was so excited that we had a night full of live feeds watching them compete for the hoh i was finally feeling like we were in the game we are rooted in now we know the players we are all um you know we're we're all engulfed in this now so watching the live feeds of it was great i will say um <laughs> That America repeating over and over and over how iconic it was that they were playing it was just, it gave me a little bit of the egg <laughs> toward the whole competition in total. I was like, okay, it's not iconic if you say it's iconic, though, you know? Like, <laughs> yes. Usually things are only iconic by someone who's not saying it. Um, so I was a little annoyed by her saying that over and over. Um, but it was awesome to watch it. it. I wish that they would have shown the dead flies um, on the episode, but they just decided to like make them up as if they were um, 
there, even though they weren't at all. It would have been funnier if on the episode they had shown a little bit more of what had gone on in the competition. But like they said on Rob Has a Podcast, um, the, the stakes weren't as high as they were when we watched it the first time around. So that's very true. The, the original time it was played, stakes were very high. Kaser had just re won his way back into the house after being evicted and everything was on the line for him because he knew he, he and Janelle were going to be targets again. So there, although there was some drama, it wasn't, not every player was aware of the stakes of that competition. And so there wasn't as much desperation, but um, Charles, we did see uh, after 14 hours, Cameron, was our HOH winner. Um, were you surprised that he was able to outlast his fellow house guests? And just give me your overall takeaway of the competition. Like, did you like some of the twists, like the snakes and the dead flies? Um, were you aware that Matt pissed in a corner halfway through uh, <laughs> and the whole place smelled like pee the whole time? Uh, just give me your breakdown of, of the events and, and how uh, Cameron ended up being our ultimate winner. You know, to answer your first question, was I surprised that he won? No. You know, I think you and I were texting or I know I was texting another friend at the very least and said one of the military guys is going to win. Truthfully, I expected Red to ask to last a little bit longer than he did, but obviously he was still in the top group. So Cameron going through that in essentially an unflinching fashion, I truthfully wasn't really taken back by that. Um, I was excited, though, because it was the first time this season that I actually committed a large amount of time to watch the live feeds because I typically kind of get bored with that thing. And, you know, you all know I was kind of texting and it's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they're there. And I would go shower and come back and somebody was gone and I would be pissed that I missed it. <laughs> um, snakes. Again, I texted you all. I I don't do snakes. That's, I don't look at them. I don't want to hear them. So I'm can actually, I actually ask you, because I'm not that yeah. affected by snakes. If they were just, because they were, they were contained. So to me, it's like, that was a gimmick for the show, but it had no effect on players, but it did seem like Suri was affected by the, well, no, not Suri. Some was a Jared. Someone was affected by it. So my question to you is would the fact that snakes were even present in the room, even though they couldn't have gotten to you, would that still have messed oh, with your ability? Yeah, 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 a hundred percent. Like, um, what I was saying, like, I had, I can't look at them on TV. So whenever they would kind of cut to that, I would turn my head. And I have, I forgot what the game was, but many, many years ago when I was a younger man than I am now, um, there was a video game, and this, you got to think this is like pixelated terrible snakes in the middle of a video game i took the game back to the store because i refused to play <laughs> it like i don't do snakes at all there was a snake in my house tonight <laughs> that we had to get rid of what the fuck it was just trying to get away from the hurricane sorry she let it in no what seriously i think it came in during the hurricane and took shelter <laughs> uh did you how did you get it out like what it was by we had a set of french doors and so it was by the french doors so we took a net and opened the doors and it didn't want to leave i just got chills okay it really didn't it didn't want to leave so moving on moving on (laughs) 
but no, um, <laughs> that that answers your question about the snakes. Again, overall, I was, I would have to say I was impressed by McCole, Mikole, however she pronounces her name. I did mm-hmm. not expect her to be there as long as she was. So as much as I don't really care for her game, kudos to you because I could not have done that myself. So um, other than that, it was great. Yeah, I will also say, if you didn't hear this, um, America has won a competition before where she had to leave her thumb on a button on her phone for like 30 straight hours. And so I believe that she could have gone longer. And she says she threw it, and I I believe her when she says that. But Richard, uh, just to wrap up conversation on the pressure cooker, uh, give me your overall thoughts, but also... What did you have a favorite prize that was won? You know, when you lost, you got to take a card. Uh, we got to see a couple of fun prizes. And then uh, after your thoughts on the pressure cooker, what do you think the best move would have been for Cameron this week? We know we nominated Jag and Blue, but do you think that was the right move as well? Um, I mean, personally, for starters, I appreciated. I don't think America won. I think she said she came in like 14th out of like 2 million people. Oh, that's still um, a win in my book. <laughs> I, I, I loved her strategy of what I assumed to be trying to demoralize people by saying that she's done this before. Um, I, I honestly, I assumed that was tactics of just like, you know, um, you have no chance. Screw you. Don't even try. Um, which I thought was, was fun. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm low key getting just like an absolute list right now because I, completely forgot the rest of the prizes um i mean i just i for starters hate that america didn't get jack crap anything um so that kind of frustrated me that she didn't get anything savage move by coming in but i like it like oh it's great for entertainment value but like morally and empathetically that is the biggest like dick move that production could have pulled um Sarah's face. <laughs> I just felt so bad for the poor girl. She stood she's kept standing for like they 13 were probably hours just to not, not get crap. Well, she she got to go well, to dinner she, with Mimi. Listen, and she got real drunk at that dinner. She she got the gift of saying how iconic it was the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the gift of gab. <laughs> yes. Um I mean Wait, how much money did Blue win? A thousand. A thousand dollars. It's like all I think of all I think of is damn Ica from Canada taking the five grand over the letters. Oh, that's iconic. Um I but no, I, I mean money. I kinda like I kinda like Nicole's um thing. The the prize that she won the dinner for herself and three other guests. I also like it be I like it in two ways. Uh from an entertainment and, and game point. Like it's just like you're simultaneously like getting in the good graces of p- of three people, but also pissing off 10 others, which I just always like things like that. Like survivor does this all the time where you win a, ch- where you win a reward challenge and then you pick people to go on reward with you. And so it's now like way more strategy than it, than it really should be for winning a challenge. Right. right. Um, you have to like maybe make people's day and simultaneously piss off so many people. Absolutely. What about Bowie and the pressure cooker? Come on. I, I have no words for Bowie. That'll probably be the last time I bring her name up on this podcast. I really, so. <laughs> I really hope I'm waiting for her to go home so that none of us have to do that stupid hot wing challenge. 
Oh, is no. anyone going to put her up, though, is what I want to Hey, know. guys. She's, she's, I'll go okay. on the block. Hold on, hold on. Your okay, accent Sarah, is good if enough. I'm being honest. <laughs> right, Charles, you're freaking me out. <laughs> you, oh, she yeah, that's freaks a, that's me what out when I have to watch her. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> yeah, West Off, that's what you missed. <laughs> that's yeah. what you missed. Um, but, no, I think Bowie is going to turn into, like – the slightly smarter version of and an older version of Victoria from 16 that just floats along because she's absolutely I was nothing say that, of a threat. But like everybody like, hates her because everyone's like she's not a threat. Okay. No, no, but they think Where everyone's I, like she's not actually not playing the game. She's doing something behind the scenes. And and it's like, no, she's just sitting there doing nothing. Where I think it changes She's though smiling. is that I think you actually have <laughs> She's crying because Izzy was mean to her for the fifth day in a row. Oh, my God. Smiling helps bring peace into the Big Brother house. I mean, I just feel peaceful when I do this. (laughs) Wait till you see her on tonight when she votes out Jag. She gives just the exact same face. Like, hello, Julie. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, No. I, I just think, like, the only reason why she won't make it as far as Victoria is because you actually have, like, solid, like, multi-person relationships and not just, like, a final two deal. Yeah, but... I, like, I'm like, convinced I, the only reason why Victoria got it as far as she did is because um the Hitmen were a two-man deal. Well, and because like, she was quiet and, and just, like, went along with what they said and just didn't rock the boat, which, like, Bowie's trying to do, but everyone's like, why is she being so quiet? She must be a bitch. And it's like, no, I she's love, just nice and sitting there. But I was like, no, she's plotting something. I loved Kathy Griffin's um, zing for her that season because it wasn't funny. It was real. Like, what was the zing? Oh, it was um, I would zing you, but I only zing people that are actually playing the game. <laughs> OK, that was it wasn't funny, again. but it was just real. Like she didn't do Jack like it is giving Bowie. It's giving Bowie. Like Bowie just sits there with Charles. If you want to do the smile, go ahead. Okay, like hold she on. just sits, hold on, hold on, hold on. She just sits there character. all day like that. Can you imagine what the hell Bowie would do with an HOH? <laughs> Sarah, I just Sarah. want HOH, guys. Oh. I think she'd try and immediately give it away. Like I don't want it, <laughs> Sarah. I don't think we need to, Sarah. I don't think we need to worry about that. I don't think we need to worry about that. Oh, I really don't. That's oh, like a well, deep fear. Speaking of the HOH, we did get. Cameron Crown HOH. Um, and he does nominate Jag and Blue for the week. So um Sarah, give me your breakdown. I, I I guess real quick, let me just give you the state of the house from my perspective, and then you tell me if I'm right and if this was the right move for the HOH and Cameron. Uh, the way I see the house right now is there are three seven to eight person alliances, six to eight, with Izzy and uh, Suri and Jared and Felicia at the center of all three of them. There's the seven deadly sins. That's the alliance with the four of them, plus Jag, Blue, Matt. There is uh, the Legend 25, 25, which is the four of them, plus Cameron and Red and Mimi and Bowie. And then there's the For Real For Real, which is the four of them, uh, maybe minus Felicia, but plus Corey and America and I believe Matt. Um, so with all that in mind, if you are Cameron this week, did he make the right decision in nominating Jag and Blue? Um, and what do you think of the overall state of the house in general? 
I think well, he made the best decision for his own game. Like, I, I don't I don't think it's wrong for his game. I'm just really mad that no one has taken like as much as I would love for these for this person to win the game. I'm just mad that no one's taken a shot at Suri yet. Like how exactly. how have you let how it's driving how, me crazy? Oh, hold on. How has she blindsided one of your biggest allies in Hysum and you let her sit there? Like, come on. It's driving me crazy. This is what's crazy about the season is that from a strategic perspective, and Sarah, I'll, I'll have you elaborate on this. From a strategic perspective, Sari is playing a terrible game. Like, the chess pieces on the board, in my mind, she's just flinging them every which way with no strategy involved. But as I will quote Taryn on From Robo Has a Podcast, it doesn't matter because she's not playing with regular chess pieces. She can convince every piece to change what they want and what their motivations are and who they're aligned with just with her Sari mist. Um, just it, do you, I guess, let me just change the, the question because who cares about Cameron's HOH? He's just, I call, I call him dumb and dumber. I've heard him referred to as pinky in the brain, him and red. They're living in their own fantasy world, playing a completely different game and their bubbles about to be burst. If one of the two of them doesn't win HOH this week, but for Sarah, give me your perspective, having watched the live feeds and seeing how she goes to work. Uh, it's obvious that Sri's playing the best in the house, but how do you think she's going about doing that? I think she's doing well. I definitely think Cameron had a missed opportunity this week. I mean, he went after the players that the house wanted him to go after. But at the end of the day, Sari and her side of the house are gunning for them this week. So what did it matter at that point? What Cameron did? I think Suri's playing a fantastic game, to be honest. I think that we could see her hit the block in the next few weeks, potentially, depending on how many people think she's a threat. But I also think that she's rallied so many allies behind her that someone's going to win the veto and take her off like Mama Suri. Yeah. And this is what frustrates me because... Jag had all the opportunity in the world this week to throw Suri under the bus. He was, he knew he was going to be nominated. He knew from as soon as Cameron won that HOH, I'm going up on the block. He could have taken the information and been like, Hey, Cameron, I'm in a secret alliance with Suri and they are targeting you and red. And he, if, if he says that and convinces Cameron, now we have a competitive house, but it just seems like everybody thinks that Suri is their number one. And so it's both frustrating and fascinating at the same time to watch. Um, <clears throat> Charles, not to completely. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Sorry, I made a face. Uh, anyway. Well, to not to switch gears off of the strategy, but uh, I know how much there you, is none. But yes, say, it wasn't the most strategic week, but uh, we did have love in the air this week. <laughs> so please break down for me. Which of the two showmances you're rooting for, if either, and what you think of the two showmances? Is there one that you like more than the other? Uh, oh, Mary you wanna... <laughs> Really? You okay? You need Dalton on for you. Ask me the fucking showmance question. Well, Dalton's not here, so I know I get this question and I can't chime in on fucking Sari being there like that. Oh, hurts. Okay. That... go go with your no, Siri take no, first. no, no. I will I will answer the showmance question. I think they're both fucking stupid, even though I love America. 
are in core together is kind of cute, but their whole relationship is just like, you're boring and this is awkward and it makes me not want to watch. I really fucking hate Jared and I really fucking hate Blue. I just want them both gone. Like, I get angry seeing them together. I tried to turn on the live feeds for like five minutes the other day and instantly it was just like, I don't even care if I'm on a different camera. They gross me out. <laughs> They're stupid. I, I I can't do it. That's and that's you, my two cents on that. Charles, you don't even know the beginning <laughs> of it. I, I don't okay. want to. Oh my I, god. I think I think I like along with the rest of BB Twitter, just think that AmeriCorps is just very wholesome. Like compared okay, hold on. Oh, for when sure. You put a side by side of America and Corey to Jared and Blue. There is a clearly better showman on this season. I disagree. I completely really? disagree. You don't think it's wholesome. You I, don't think it's cute I, at I, all. I, I cannot I stand Corey and America together. Cannot stand. Wait, why? I, I for some reason I do not like either of them, and I can't get past it. I know this is that crazy. They're my two of, favorite players. <laughs> See, I, I love America. Them. She's on my no. team. But Corey, I didn't like from day one, and I still don't. So. I like I'm nothing. the opposite. There's I like nothing. Corey, not America. I, I see, I don't like, like, if I were in the house, kind of, I, I see, like both, I would think but. I would play a Corey-style game. Like, he's very cerebral and, like, can see the moves that need to be made. He's just kind of struggling socially a little bit, so I can relate some. <laughs> but, um yeah, I can't. I like how you were the only one that laughed at your joke, and we were just like, nope. "Yeah, see the socially awkward portion." See, I prove it in real time. So basically, this is Westoff's application, right? This is Westoff's application to Big Brother uh, as his version of The Bachelor. So, um, and I, can, I absolutely believe the idea that Corey overprepared for this game and thought of every scenario, but never once considered I might get in a showmance, like. He's like, there's no way I'll be in a showman's. And now he is. He's like, crap, what do I do? See, here's the thing. His brother got hit on on Survivor. And she won, Are we right? like, huh? Didn't she win? Yeah, she won too. So See, we're so we're saying America's going to win. No, no, I'm not saying <laughs> that. I'm saying, I'm saying that go. the Wurenberger boys clearly. By the transitive property of mathematics, <laughs> then America wins. <laughs> Oh, congrats on landing a joke. Um, you know, <laughs> socially awkward. Said five seconds ago, then lands a joke. No, I'm just saying, I feel like if I was Corey, I would have said, like, there's a world where someone might think I'm cute. Just based off the fact that my own brother, my own flesh and blood did it, I don't know, two years ago or a year yeah. ago. Like, I just, I just, you know, I don't get people who go in and are like, I'm not going to get in a show because those are usually the people that do get in one. The people that are so adamantly against one. That's like, unless, unless you're married, you really don't have anything to get. Well, there was Christine from 16. So not even if you're married, Um, you know, (laughs) bring me back. Forgot about that. Uh Or, or either being in a relationship for seven years, like Jared, apparently that's no obstacle to fornicating on the, a public upstairs loft while your mother is downstairs cooking dinner. <laughs> but yeah, that's the can, non-wholesome can, can just one. Can someone set the scene though for that whole situation in its entirety? Because the conversation leading up to 
Oh under yeah, the I, I actually wasn't even going to hit on that. Sarah, go ahead and reveal it for us. But yeah, before they seal the deal, Jared makes what I think is a huge blunder. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, continue. Mm-hmm. Sarah, if you can. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Sometimes, sometimes I regret yeah. the fact that we do these over Zoom calls and we can see each other. <laughs> like, sorry, Sarah, Sarah. Sarah. So basically, uh, Jared and Blue were were having their conversation about um, about the secret that that Jared's been hiding in the house and um Jared insinuated you know that he had a family member in the house and blue guess Miss Felicia and he's like you know yeah 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 definitely my mom you know we've been through all that my mom's in the house can you believe it my mom's in the house so i can i actually let's do it right actually <laughs> sorry th- thank you for finishing your thought how does talking about your mom being in the house lead to the next step being, oh, let's do it while she's while we know she's here now? That's I'm insane not sure in itself. how those just, two things correlate. It makes me want to gag. Or it just like go to gag, the have not It feels written. like it's very like Oedipal complex type. Like I it's really so just high don't. School. Like, it's so high school. No, it's, really, it's yes, girls. We're gonna or, go get it in today. Or even worse, after is Jared oh, sneaking back upstairs with a handful of wet paper towels to wipe off the the the, the, the couch, like the as the camera is panning into him. It's like the Clorox. The Clorox. Uh, and then Good the next God. night when they all want to play a funny prank on Corey in America and throw a condom in they're like ooh we'll throw a condom in there oops they're the missing. Con- they're all condoms gone. are missing oh. who could possibly have used condoms where the in condoms here? are <laughs> as the cameras all go straight to Jared and 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 Blue yeah i do like that the producers threw them under the bus because i Suri is going to beat his ass as soon as he hears all of this information it's just a matter of time. It's not going to stay secret for much longer. That boy can't keep a secret for his life. Lord he's terrible him. at the game. So it just again, there's just so many. Whose team is he on, by the way? Who picked him? You, Daniel? No. Richard. Oh, Richard. Richard really? I'm sorry, but he's fucking. Richard, who's on your team that you oh, were worried Rich. about after you heard about the power or the or Jag, the veto? Oh, Jag. Jag. I was shitting bricks because I just thought to myself. I, I knew that it was either Cameron or Red, and I was just like, there's no shot he's getting taken down, taken down. Like, there's no shot. Like, he's yeah. he's the target, and um, unless some divine being intervenes, he's going home. And then he was boom, 20 seconds away being from beating Red in the veto. But as we saw last big moment of the week, Red did, did win the veto. Uh, so now we've got a power couple upstairs of Cameron and Red. Um, That's God. the next showmance. That's the next showmance. Well, the way that Red, it's been a whole thing the last two days. Apparently, Red hates America and everyone's suspicious. Oh, just, there are people on my team. What? Yeah. Well, it's because I think he was told, don't look, don't talk to the pretty girls in the house from his significant other. And so now he's just walking around being like, that bitch America, like she's the worst and she knows about it now. And so there's about to be a fight for sure. Can I, 
Can I please ask, can we revert back to, what, four weeks ago before this season started? How heavily does do we, as along with BB Twitter, still believe in the uh, whole, like, oh, they only cast, like, an America red and blue to have some stupid Team America twist or some crap like that? And the whole, like, all oh, like, America. just put that together. <laughs> I didn't even think about red and blue also. And then there was, like. Are you kidding? Like, we no, talked about time that. Time. It wasn't on a podcast was I was a whole on. Theory. No, no, there was a whole theory wow. alone that America Red and Blue were cast for their names so that they could be like the second coming of like a mix and, between like and Jared BB's and Blue and, and then America's that. player from like BB12 or No, whatever. no, I figured it out. Um, Jared and Blue will name their unborn child White and that will be the winner of BB25. <laughs> the condom broke. Okay, so I'm gonna let Charles we, recover for a minute. Can we, can we <laughs> no, just wait. take a seriously, second no, seriously, to talk? Can I, I, just, I just wanted to finish the, the talk. Can we? Are we still? Do we still believe that America is like a fake? No, like that's too long now. She's she's no psyop. No, no. But can we talk about all the different sides of Cameron and all the different personalities? Because I, just, I, I have seen many different people on this season. Whose team is Cameron on? In Cameron's body, not mine. Not Cameron. He's on Pooch's. Pooch's. Oh, okay, okay. He is the cockiest person, and everything like he's like he's one of those narcissists that like someone tells him a fact, and then the next time he says it as if it came from his brain. So if you're like, "Hey, Cameron, the the it's raining outside today," he'll be like, "Yeah, did you know it's raining outside?" And it's like that personality, especially in power, is fascinating to like. Did to, you to did you forget two weeks ago or last sorry last week when you had you know <laughs> the the highsome complex? Yes. Did here, you here? Let me talk to you. Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about egos? I'm sorry. Like Cameron, Cameron's bad. But it does not no, reach no, the no, level no, that Heisem got last week. No, that Heisem no, was no, a temporary no, no. psychosis. Cameron's this, is a permanent state of life. This is completely different. This is absolutely 100% completely different. <laughs> Although Heisem was a dictator, he was a consistent dictator at that. He was honest, loyal. Cameron isn't consistent worth anything. I swear, one week I see him in dad gear. The next week I see him in camping gear. The next week I see him in southern tide like he just walked out of a fraternity. And the next week I see him in matching outfits with red. I (laughs) cannot tell you. I'm not sure who this person is. Wow. I thought I was the judgy one on this panel. I'm not judging what someone's wearing, except for blue. Um, it's not that. <laughs> it's not that. It's that the Kitty, personality Kitty Pearl, it? Like... goes along with it. It goes along with the style, the personality. I'm sorry. Yeah. Can I just say, can I just briefly say <laughs> on that saying. note that I just, Blue's, like, Blue's nom speech tonight. <laughs> I, listen, listen, listen. Oh, wait, what did she do? I just, I have to hear. I just. All she she did like was shouted say, out her fans, her family said like "Kitty Kitty Purr" like like twice, 
Um, and then said, the I, only reason I'm leaving this house is with $750,000. So keep me, please. It's like she literally said, she literally <laughs> said that she, she basically said, um, my, um, a wise woman once told me, don't come home unless you're bringing home $750,000. And that, and that person was my mom. And then at the end, she was like, please don't make me go home to my newly 59 year old mother with an empty pocket. And I was just like, between that and the kitty kitty purr, I was like, you now deserve to go home. I think um, I'd switch back to the Pagula match at that point. <laughs> it was just like, the thing is, the thing is, not it's the nothing kitty against, kitty it's nothing, it's nothing against like her, or her job or whoever, or like who she is. It's just like, girl, that was cringe. Like just, just straight up. It was cringe. She shouted out her followers and was like, went full influencer and i just wanted to barf because i was like either you came here to play the game she's or a recruit you came here to so game she, she came know, to get to followers. followers she's a recruit yes so. it, it, there's there's no way like that confirmed it to me like there's no way she's i just i just can't legitimize it anymore well well charles can you guess the vote count tonight i mean Maybe I'm going to go with unanimous again. Yes, we had our fourth mm. unanimous vote of the season. And it doesn't even matter because that fucking power got played. Yeah. Can I can I genuinely say, like, I, okay, you know what? I agree that I'm not the biggest fan of the unanimous vote. But this week, I kind of dig it because Jag is now thinking to himself, now, how the hell did all 10 of these people vote me out? I'll tell you, on the live feed like last point. night. Fair point. Like, Fair point. Like, if you're going to get have a unanimous vote, at least the guy stayed so he can now go. Now, why the hell did all of them vote for me? Yeah, I'm interested And also, that. on the other hand, like I said, I think I think that Matt and Sari and all of them voted for Jag so that Cameron and Red can live in their little fantasy world that Jag played on himself. Therefore, causing the chaos of Jag now being who voted for me and like why everyone vote for me, but also Matt and Suri get to keep their anonymity. Yeah, which is why I don't hate the. Which is why I didn't hate Matt's move tonight because it was unanimous, and so they all think it was Jag. So none of them know that he won. Suri's pretty clean because they don't know that she had anything to do with it. It just was a win-win for them. I'll say he gets to keep his biggest ally. Jag is now in chaos. This will make it this week works. super juicy is I was watching the feeds to like 3 a.m. last night and America's whole goal for like the two and a half hour span I had it on. She was trying to convince Jag, you don't have Sari and Felicia and Izzy. They are voting against you. And Jag kept being like, America, you're wrong. I know it happened to Riley, but that's just because we didn't count the votes. Like, I know I have them. And then he ended up getting all of them in a room and forcing them all to out loud be like, yes, we will vote for you. Even though they all were like, as soon as he left the room, we're like, yeah, we're not doing that. So he like, for hours, America was like, you are going home tomorrow. Please believe me. And he didn't. So now I'm fascinated to see. He just got voted out 10 to zero. So what is he going to do with that information? You could see it on his face when Julie said by a vote of 10 to 0, I watched him. He just yeah, went crushed. Like he was really? done. Like he yeah. knew it was him. The minute she said 10 to 0, he like collapsed. He, like yeah, he, he sank in like his, his chair. body language, done. Like he knew. He literally looked over at Blue and, and it was like that like, accept, like moment of like acceptance. And then like he actually cried. I think he actually shed tears 
when Matt played when he realized that he was safe. He was sitting and there like, like praying and like, please I let really this be a hope, miracle. I was like, I really hope uh-huh. that you know Cameron and Red are stupid enough to believe that Jag played on himself and just put on the most Oscar-worthy performance ever. With that said. Because what a slap if, if in Cameron, the face would it be for Cam to find out that Matt did that? If Cameron thinks Felicia is related to an Oscar winner. Cameron and Red are sure that Matt is on their team. People have also told them, look, Matt is not on your team. And they're like, you're wrong. We have Matt. So if they find out that Matt used the power, we have a dramatic week. And uh, this is kind of on the same subject, but a little bit off. Um, But it's a note that I've actually had the past couple of weeks. But I feel like this is a good point to bring it up. Daniel, you may be able to relate to this a little bit more but i don't know if you remember in the canadian season that we watched like week after week we talked about how everybody just exposed everything it was like oh i'm in alliance so now i'm gonna go tell richard that i'm in an alliance with sarah and daniel oh cool i'm now gonna go tell sarah that i'm in an alliance with richard and like i feel as if this season and i don't know maybe i'm subconsciously looking for it I feel like this season that has just been everybody is just, oh, well, I'm working with them and I know that you're working with them. So let's just talk about it out in the open. And I'm like, well, who the fuck is going to trust who? Like, is this just me or do you all feel like that's gone on too? That's the exact way it is. And they all think that, oh, but I'm in the real alliance and they're all being played. Mm -hmm. I was going to say that that was my point. It feels very paul from big brother 19 where everybody knows that paul had an alliance with everybody else and then you had like raven and jury being like no but i was the real alliance it was one of my favorite moments where she called herself a puppet master and said that she was the real alliance and then cody looked and then cody and elena and mark looked over at her and, and went if you were the real alliance why are you are sitting, you sitting us, with us in the jury house <laughs> right. like why aren't you in the house at the house like if you were my favorite quote was mark like all you did was play house in the big brother house like that was my favorite but it feels very reminiscent of that where like everybody knows that sari is with everybody else but they're all like no but i'm but, the real one but her mist is more tried. powerful than paul's like, so we'll see how it affects her end game but sari is sari is paul with kindness yeah i kind of that's, like that. that's the truth sari is paul with kindness and that jury management is how she's gonna win well, that's all I had for the week. So let's go to each of you to wrap it up. And if you have any final points, Charles, starting with you, final thoughts on week four, Big Brother, a week that may mean nothing or may mean everything. Um, You know, I that was the biggest point that I kind of wanted to bring up, just the amount of complete distrust that everybody has because they are speaking so freely and just immediately going back to Sari, you know, I to chime in on what Daniel wouldn't have let me to speak on earlier. I, you know, it's it's one of those things. I was talking with all of my friends outside of you three. Even if you don't know that Sari and Jared are related, even if you did not watch Survivor, like from someone being in the house, and I know. Obviously, they are thinking about all kinds of things. There is nothing, absolutely nothing in me that's going to let her still be there and not be a target. And I think that 
you know, kind of tying back in, you know, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but for me, like the season that Derek won of Big Brother, I always ask myself, if he had been in a house with people who were actually playing the game against him, he probably wouldn't have won. And that's how I look at Sari right now. It's like they're just letting her be there. And as much as I don't wouldn't necessarily think she deserved to win, it's like she deserves to win because nobody's doing anything about it. And that's kind of where I'm hoping that as we look into the next week or two, that somebody just fucking opens their eyes and says, we can't have somebody here that's a master at playing fucking reality show TV. Like, so I don't know. Go ahead, Richard. I, I wanted to run off of that because I get a lot of crap when I say my favorite big brother winner, or my favorite survivor winner, because they're both winners of very dumb seasons. Like the similarities that they had the same, like, okay, for big brother, it's Derek from 16 and for survivor, it's Kim from one world. Survivor fans know exactly who I'm talking about. They're, they're both, their games were kind of like themed by dominance and having people. And this is what I was going to get to with Sari. Sari's playing a very survivor game where you have people reporting back to you. Because Survivor, you don't have as much time in between evictions or eliminations as you do in Big Brother. So in Survivor, everything is so much like much more like hyper timed. So you rely on other people doing the dirty work for you and bring information to you. And I think you can see that through her game. With the with Kim and Derek, I get a lot of crap for them because they both played on seasons where they had like one or two main people that could fight against them for the win and beyond that very dumb people very dumb people i would say that derek had i would say three i'd say maybe like donnie frankie and cody but cody was a puppy dog to him and kim had like two freaking tarzan and leaf i'd say were the only ones maybe eh, i don't even think you could extend it any further but just i think it's just a game that Suri's playing, and if and I agree that if she had a smarter season, but come on, she's doing, you know, what she can with what she has. And I guess at the end of the day, you also have to count in the fact that smart people are not on your season. You have to be good at the game to be able to take advantage of it and know how to play it because she's playing them like a fiddle right now, all of them. Yeah, no, I... I hear what you're saying, Charles, but I do think that she's playing an active role in making it that that way. Like, oh, she's playing. Yeah, she's sure. she's had a hand she's, in every single. She's event. misting yeah. people into comfort, like being there, uh, making her. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll say this. Sometimes I do get frustrated thinking this could be a runaway season. You know, it could be a bit of a steamroll, but then I also have to think and contemplate on the fact that even if it is a steamroll season. Have we ever seen a steamroll come from two ladies who are in their 60s and like the unathletic, like oddball, like lesbian of the group? Like they're never the power source. It's always the big muscular guys and the hot chicks with them. And then maybe one smart person kind of directing them. This is actually fascinating to me. And even if it played out in the most steamrolled way, it would still be a fascinating, interesting season to watch play out because the power source is so different than any other season we've played. We've seen, I'm just like, 
I, I'm excited to see a, a different version of Big Brother than we've seen before. So sorry, I just fell asleep um, because they're nobody playing against them. But <laughs> can I can I ask? No, do we think? I agree, though, um, not to be completely um, on the opposite end. Like I get it, and I agree with, but like if you're playing against people that aren't playing, then it's like dumb. It's like for me, it's like the equivalent of like a four zero playing a two five. Like you're playing the same game right now, but you're nowhere near the same level, so it's not fun to watch because you're not getting resistance. It's like well, and the only okay, resistance cool. that could come to her right now is like the Corey aspect, and she's kneecapping him every opportunity she gets. Like she's the she keeps stopping any momentum from happening. So again, I give her credit, but I do see where you're coming from because I see the same thing. I'm worried about it being a steamroll, but it's she's actively stopping every small bit of momentum. She's cutting it off at the source. Richard, can, can I ask though? Do we think that so the aggressive. three, the three people closest to Sari, which I would say are like are probably like Felicia, um, Jared, and Izzy, prior to Matt in, doing in, in reverse order. Yes, I'm aware. Um, <laughs> do we think they would have played better or worse if Sari was not there? Because I think Sari being there That's is a deep a, question. Like, I think I think Izzy would do worse because there have been multiple times where Sari has grounded her from absolutely exploding into space. I think Jared would do better because half the time he's thinking about his mom and not himself. Um, and I think Felicia would do the same. I think she'd be like, less powerful. Yeah, she'd be the Felicia. normal old old player without much. Yeah. Power. I just think that I just think that maybe Sari has like given Felicia more like like mental stability and like having someone that she could trust in with decision making. Because I don't think she would have anyone else that like people that like would gravitate to her the way that people have to the both of them as a yeah. collective as a duo. But I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Sarah, final thoughts of the night. What do you think of week four? Um, I think that Sari likes Matt more than Jared right now. <laughs> Deservedly so. <laughs> um, and I am happy about that. I am happy about seeing the final two people in my roster. Um, Sarah, be honest. How many times did you vote for Matt? Um, he he received all of my votes. Are you guys joking? I thought about throwing Izzy like a couple because I was like, oh, she's on my roster. I should, you know. <laughs> but then when it came down to it, I was like, no, no, Matt's got to get it. He's got to get them all. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm curious. Where did you guys throw your votes? I went 80-20 Corey America. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was 50-50 oh. red in America. Well. I'm oh, so I did more spreading than you. I, I spread my votes red. more than you guys did. Yeah. I am so. I, I am. I'm surprised. A, I spread I my so votes do not like more red. than you guys did. I gave. Um, Please. I think it was Sari, Felicia, Corey, and one other person. I just spread them, and then I gave an extra Who's one to one other um, person. The Jag. It's Jared. So, I think it might have been Jag. Um, Sari. 
Sari, Felicia, Corey. It wasn't Jared. I don't give two craps about Jared right now. Uh-huh. Uh, the only thing, the only thing I care about is that he doesn't go home, so I can actually stay in this. Draft. No, you care because um, you're so, you're already misted by Sari, and you're not even in the fucking house that you want her son <laughs> to do well. That's what's going on with you there. Good night, Richard, Charles. Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my drink is done. I've got nothing more to just delude your comments by. So you know. All right, well, real quick before we wrap, around the horn, who do we think would make the most interesting HOH of the coming week? Charles, I'll start with you. No. <laughs> Actually, you're right. Bowie would be fascinating. That was the best thing you've done all night. That was the best thing you've done all night. Uh, for those who are not watching, I, you just need to watch. You don't need to hear my answer. You need to see it live. Uh, Sarah, who is your HOH pick? Oh, I mean, of course, you know, you guys, you know, <laughs> I'd like you to win, you but as who I think an interesting HOH would be. Do it, Sarah, make the face. I know it would be. <laughs> We all agree, but can we have some different answers here, guys? <laughs> if we all say the friggin' Australian, then what are we gonna? What Although are we I do, I, I will say that a Jared Hoh would prove to be a very interesting week because you would have him and Mama Sari just arguing back and forth the entire time. No, you'd have Pound Town every say- night in the Hoh room <laughs> and clean up the next morning. No, no, no. Stop. I'm talking about the cleanup. Stop, stop. I take stop, it all stop. back. That's I the only thing I can think back. of. I, I was back. I was gonna say Sari because everybody thinks they're Ooh, in an alliance with something. her, That's so she'd true. have to actually yeah. do something. Which here's the thing: we all know who her target would be. She's just gonna put up Cameron, Cameron and Brad. Red. If one of them wins, mm-hmm. Vito, who cares? The other one is already sitting on the block. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I hope but she wins. I think, but I think what happens is she wins. She puts up Cameron and Red, or whatever happens. They are going to blow up her game. They are going to try no. to expose as much as they can. They're going to try to expose as much as they can. Did you all Ev- see the start of HOH, by the way? Not to cut no. you off. No. No. Okay. We have no Sarah, idea. Sarah, the feed's up yet? No. Should be no, in 45 minutes, though. So. Yeah. My pick would be America. I think she'd take a shot. America. She wouldn't hit. Fuck yeah. She wouldn't yeah. hit Sari, but she'd take a shot at the other side. Um, I want to know what the draw for America is. What do you mean the draw? Lord knows. Okay, here's the thing. Lord knows if any of the young people win. Like, obviously, she's very smart. You know, she's good at competitions. Is that why? Because I just She's a super fan. I can't. I can't. What do you mean mean draw? She means why do why do I like America? And I'm Why saying I like America because she's okay, a super because fan. she hasn't given me a reason because to not we're like patriotic. Her. That's why we like America. Listen, because okay. she chose the socially awkward guy. And that could be me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so West off, his so on cloud nine. <laughs> um, no, genuinely, I just think it's like as a fan, as a as a psychologist, I look at it from just like the. I will like you until you give me a reason not to. And she just hasn't given me a reason not to like her yet. I don't like Cameron. I don't like Heisem. Those are obvious. Give me a reason to not like you. I'm slowly getting there with Jared and Blue. Um, 
I'm slowly getting there with Red and his freaking girlfriend who's younger than me. Um, like, you know, wait, okay, cool. Take it. Whoa, jealous. I need to a couple backstabs again, Charles. Good night. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be doing some research tonight. Just because I just I I always give people the benefit of the doubt, and like since America has not given me a reason to not like her. Yeah, and to not? me, like Mimi and America are similar spots in the game. Hell I like Mimi more. No, no, I like America no. more. Mimi's no. a little West judgmental, off. a little cut off. West off. No, no, no. I meant no. I meant like they play at a similar level. Mimi's in a much better spot. She's not a target. But they both play at similar levels. Like they have similar strategy of just they're not they're not Go doing Mimi. Yeah, yeah but, but Mimi hasn't hasn't banged no one yet. So like or actually has in, America. In America. Neither has America. Well, well in America core in America. In AmeriCorps realm, they haven't cuddled yet, but you know, like, yeah, that's the story. about going. to Come fucking on. get it in. No, dude, she got real drunk after that dinner and was doing her best to become Jared and Blue, and he would not allow it to happen. Oh, he didn't want to do anything in camera. I've never seen. I've never seen that reaction out of Charles. That was. <laughs> Say, he's like I'm my mom so could be watching, and Jared's like my mom is watching. <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing is, I think once they get out of the house, honestly, I think they're both going to make it a jury, and then he's going to get it. All right, yeah, and then it'll be done after that because she's twenty-seven and he's twenty-one, and True. they're in different worlds. So, oh, that's just not going to work. <laughs> but all right, age gap is still closer than red. <laughs> All right. This is the Next. most showmancy episode we've had of the season. I hope it ends here. Let's and the most home. second most fun after the one that Daniel wasn't on. But it's right. Fun. Yep. Well. <laughs> well. Uh. Yeah, that's all I really wanted to hit tonight. I'm excited to get to these live feeds tonight. Hopefully, we get an HOH winner tonight. Um. And yeah, we're gonna do all of this over again because it's a rewind week. So we'll be back here next week to recap all of the action from week five of Big Brother. Um, and we're hopefully going to start bringing you more episodes uh, other than these once a week recaps now that I am back in my producer chair and can get these podcasts edited and released. So we will be back multiple times this week to talk about BB25 and all of the action in the house. But until next time, thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and we'll see you all soon.